What's good? It's your boy Five Mike coming to you. Husband, father, educator, writer, MC. Say what y'all want about baseball. This game is exciting as hell. It's 12 21 uh, Thursday morning. I uh, I stayed up to um I was I was just gonna not do a show this week or just do it late, maybe do it on Friday. But the game, I was up watching the, the World Series game, uh, Cleveland Cleveland Indians versus Chicago Cubs. And uh, I was like, man, it's going to be late. So I was like, all right, forget it. Then it got rain delayed. Then it went to overtime. And so I was like, you know what? I'm up. I'm hyped. Let me just go record this episode real quick. Leave the you know TV on while it was rain delayed. Game started again. Just turned it on. Top of the 10th inning. Bases loaded. The Cubs just scored. You know what I'm saying? Baseball is exciting, and I really want to thank. Uh, this is some real idea manhood stuff right here. I really want to thank my son. You know, I, I don't know if I've talked about it on here, but um, you know, my son is playing baseball. You know, he's 10 years old playing baseball, um, and you know, he really he really enjoys it, and because he really enjoys it, you know, I've taken the likening to uh, is it likening liking. I don't know. I like baseball now. Put it like that. And the thing that's crazy is that he is teaching us so much about the sport, just about the strategy behind it, you know, what type of pitches to expect, you know, based on how the pitcher is standing and how the ball comes out of their hand. He knows how to swing, like just all sorts of amazing stuff. And so, um, you know, I've been really watching this uh I've been really watching this series and and just baseball really this season. This season's really been the first time in my life at almost 40 years old where I've kept up with different teams like throughout the year where I know more than three players where I actually understand the game and the rankings and things. So it's it's been really cool. So uh this this game is exciting. I'm sure by the time I'm finished recording, we might have a new World Series winner. Uh, for for this year, so um, it's it's been really good. Hey, how you doing? It's Mike Five Mike's husband, father, educator, writer, MC. That's me, Five Mike's MC. Uh oh, oh, did they score again? Yo, they just scored again. It's eight to six. <laughs> yo, the Cubs are not playing around. They're like, yo, this is our year. F what you heard, please believe. Geraldo Chapman's like, yo, y'all didn't get me for nothing. You know, I do this, okay? Um, This episode is going to be special. You know, it's going to be unique for a few reasons because, one, I'm watching the game. So, you know, you're going to get live what I'm experiencing as I'm watching the game. Um, But then also... Uh, I, this is the episode I really wanted to do from week two, you know, from the second week of doing the show. I wanted to do a sex episode, right? Um, and I wanted to do, like, almost like it, it sounds crazy and it's going to be a lot of pauses, but like a, a for men only sex episode. Um, because the sex episode I had was with my wife and we had... A conversation uh, about sex and, you know, the importance in the marriage and kind of just like establishing, you know, as a new couple when we, you know, reflecting back to our new couple days, just our evolution in the whole sexual thing. And it was cool, but like, you know, uh, much like in many situations, whenever um, 
you know, whenever a husband's in front of his wife, you know, he acts a little differently. Not, you know, he doesn't, it's not like he doesn't act like himself. It's just that he's not on a thousand. You know what I'm saying? When I'm on a thousand, um, for the most part, my wife can't handle that. Like, I know that for the most part, if I'm interacting with her, especially in public, in a public forum, if I'm on a thousand, she can't really handle that. And, you know, no one wins. So when I'm on a podcast episode with her, I have to dial it back. I have to defer to her. And that's kind of a rule that husbands learn very early in the game. You kind of have to dial yourself down a little bit. And that's, you know, it is what it is. Um, and so for the sex episode, you know, I really, I don't know. I, it's like I wanted to do something for 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 myself and, and have a space to vent, have a space to share, have a space to, you know, really talk things through in a, in a, in a way that's like critical of myself. And just reflective of, you know, relationships in general, mature relationships. So if you're in a new relationship, if you've been married for 30 days, you know, this is something that you have to look forward to. If, if you are single and you're in the streets and you got a new partner every three months, you know, you might not be able to relate to some of the things I'm talking about. This just might not be uh, for you. Um you know, so, uh, you know, I, so that's what I was thinking. When we did the first episode, I was like, yo, I don't know, but we did it. It was cool. Of course, the ladies liked it because, um, you know, it was surface, right? It was surface. And I think a lot of times when it comes to sex, uh, women are surface. You know what I'm saying? Truth be told, a lot of times, the same way that I might think I have to censor myself or dial myself back when my wife is around, I think women, I think my personal perspective is that women feel as if they have to do the same for men to spare egos so that we don't feel less than in any areas, you know, so everybody, is, so everybody's ego and, and, and whatever is intact. Um, and so what you have when it comes to sex is a lot of, you know, men thinking on behalf of women and, and trying to spare their feelings and women trying to spare the feelings of men. And so what you normally hear in, in conversation about men and sex, especially when it comes to relationships that are more mature, is that, you know, women might be feeling a certain way about wanting something or needing something sexually, but they feel as if they don't have the space to say it because they don't want to hurt their man's feelings. Uh, and then men, what I've seen from my personal experience and from the experience of a lot of people I know, men might just be like, yo, she's not, you know, she's not open to the things I want to do. She's not, uh, you know, doesn't seem interested or whatever it might be. And so it's just a whole lot of miscommunication. And, you know, the, the purpose of this episode today, as normal, especially when it comes for me, is it's therapeutic for me to get it out. You know, it's not a lot of people. There's no one that, that I can really talk to about sex on this level. So why not just talk to everybody? It's like not. But, you know, it's really more so about about 
getting it out. Like for me, what I'm noticing, I don't know if this is something with old age. I, everything that I do now that I've probably been doing all my life, but everything now is like, you know, well, because I'm getting older, uh, I really feel as if, you know what I'm saying? Everything is like, well, you know, I'm almost 40. And so, um, but yeah, so I, I really feel like because I'm getting a little older that, you know, things that I used to be able to process internally, like it's just not working. Like I have to get it out. Like I have to talk it through. I have to, you know, hear it on some level. And so, um, you know, that's that's what this podcast has become for me. It's become a sounding board for uh, for the things that I that I'm hearing, the things that I'm hearing in myself that I, I got to get out and that I can't really talk to my boys about. I can't really talk directly to my wife about, you know, of course, I, you know, siblings are an option. Close friends are an option. So this is where I go. And I just talk because right now, as I'm recording, I'm in this room. I'm by myself. There's nobody here. And, and there's a safety to it. And there's also just like a, it's a refreshing process to get the things that are in my head out. It makes me feel, when I'm done, I'm like, whew, now I can sleep. Now, you know, I'm sure there'll be things on here that, you know, that my wife hears that she, you know, she might disagree with. It just might, it just might, she might disagree. She might be like, nah, that's not, that's not true. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, a lot of times men, you know, I have to say, we have to say like, yo, this ain't about you. You know what I'm saying? This is one of those times where it's like, even though it is, it's not. Like, this is just me in a room processing my thoughts. And as best as I, as best as I can, um, you know, I'm going to use I statements. I'm going to, you know, make sure that it's about me, that it's not, I'm not placing any blame on my wife or shifting any, you know, uh, shifting anything onto her or just saying like, oh, well, you know, sometimes people say, no, like I say, this is what I do and own that because I think that's something that when it comes to positive sexual relationships, I don't think that we own what we feel and we shift it off on others and we watch TV shows that reflect how we feel and we read books that reflect how we feel. We watch porn that reflects how we feel but we don't go to our spouses with how we really feel because we're trying to save feelings. Um, and I'll say that I do that. You know, there's some escapism where, you know, there might be something that I want to talk about or something I really want to share sexually. And it's like, ah, she's not going to be down for that. Or, oh, man, you know what I'm saying? You know, that's not an option for me um, or for us. And so I just think is we, we just got to open up. And, um, you know, when it comes to the sex thing, man, when you're in a relationship and you're a man, um, as we get older, um, you know, the, the truth of the matter is this, the truth is that as you get older, you have less sex. I mean, we're just talking about the act right now. Just the act of sex. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay, sorry. I was just watching the game. <laughs> sorry. All right, three outs. Okay. They're going to the bottom of the 10. The Cubs are up 8-6. Uh, let's see what the uh what the Indians can do right now. Um, okay, sorry. As I as I was saying, 
Um, yeah, so, you know, as you get older, you have less sex. Um, what does that mean? Why? Why do you have less sex as you get older? Um, I can give a couple answers why I have less sex as I get older. Because we have two children. And, you know, we have two, we have one very active child right now. And I'm scared of the fact that our daughter is in preschool, hasn't even started school yet, hasn't started sports yet. And, um, you know, with one, we're run ragged. I mean, every day of the week, it's something, you know what I'm saying? By the time we get home, showered, eat, homework, you know, talk to the kids about their day and, you know, put them to bed, it's 10 o'clock every day, every day. No days off from that. And so when it comes time for intimacy, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I can do, like, yeah, let's talk later. Or, like, I just need a little bit of quiet because my daughter is singing gospel music from when she gets home to 9 o'clock at night after the fifth time she's come downstairs. She's singing, Yes, Jesus Loves Me. And she's singing, um, you know, all the, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and my son is talking about baseball and sports and how he got in trouble at school, da 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 and, you know, um, so when we finally sit down, so, you know, we don't eat until nine, nine thirty because, you know, we're trying to get the kids fed and all that stuff. And so, um, you know, by the time we sit down and exhale, it's 10 o'clock and it's like, yo, I'm not trying to be, I don't feel like that whole process of like, Oh, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What are you going to wear? What? Oh, can I touch you? Like, ah, it's so ridiculously ridiculous. <laughs> and I know for me and a lot of men, like, we just like, look, look, are we going to do this or not, son? Like, yo, I'm tired of all, like, I don't feel like warming you up, son. It's, it's winter and you're not a Nissan Sentra from 83, like, you don't need warming up. Like, I don't have to warm up my car. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm just being, I'm being as, I'm being as real as I can because I think, like, now we're in this age of, of, of sensitivity where, like, men can't really say what they feel about sex without sounding like an animal or without sounding, like, insensitive or without sounding, you know, misogynistic or whatever. And this is, like, as real life as it can get, Focusing on myself, understanding this is my wife, this is my partner. I'm in a relationship. I've been married for fifth, almost 15 years. You know, there's nothing that I'm trying to do to degrade my wife on any level. Um, but at the same time, when it comes down to it, sometimes it's like, yo, I don't feel like turning you on. I don't feel like asking you for, oh, can I have this? Can do you feel like doing, can you take off your pajama pants? Like, can you unwrap your hair one time? No? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, um, it's, it, it comes to a point where it's like, fuck it. Fuck, forget it. Never mind. You know what I'm saying? Because there's certain times where it's like, 
I just want to stick and move, stick and move. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, cross up, you know, hit the layup, smack the backboard. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? And I know, I know that I, I know I read all the books, feminists. You know what I'm saying? I understand. I've, I've talked to enough women and been with enough women to understand that it's not like, you know, it's not, you're not just, you can't just push a button. You can't just do I understand all that, but I'm just telling you the reality that, uh, you know what I'm saying? That it's, there's certain times, especially when you've been in a relationship for a long time and you have a lot of stressors, you have busy jobs, you have, you know, stresses at work. I commute, everybody commutes to work, you're in traffic all day, you're dealing with people that you don't feel like dealing with all day long. The last thing you want to do is come home and rev up the engine for 40 minutes. And you know what I'm saying? So the realities are, as you get older, as you become more, um, as you become more mature in your relationship, men, as we get older, we have less sex. Now, the physical aspect is that, you know, a lot of times men, as we get older, let's face it, you know, all of us might not be, um, you know, in, in a space where we can start our engines as fast. Now, I'm going to tell you, because this, this is just me, because I'm being honest, I want to make sure that people understand that, you know, I'm almost 40, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know if that's affecting my brothers, my people out there, my boys, but that's not an issue for me. Now, now I could see, you know, as things happen, as bodies change, as testosterone levels fluctuate and level out, I could see that being an issue in the future. As of where I am right now, that's not an issue. So, but I do recognize that, you know, you get older, your body changes, you know, your stamina is not as long, you know, physical and sexual stamina, you know, you might not be in the best of shape. I'm talking about for other men, because, you know, this is this is a space where men, you know, if you agree, just hit the like button. You know, you don't have to put your name. You can anonymously put it because I know men are fair, afraid of their wives uh, as I'm afraid of mine. Uh, um, but, you know, the truth is that. uh you know, everything's not always the same, you know, um, everything's not the same as you get older. So sometimes for men, as much as we might want to, as much as we might want to have sex all the time, as much as we might want to go and, you know, just come home and get it popping. Um, a lot of us can't do that. A lot of us just, you know, might need a little extra time or, you know, if you, Okay, we're, we're going to talk about frequency in a few minutes. So, you have those cards stacked against us, right? The fact that for many of us, our bodies are aging. You know, our you know, our senses aren't as are, are aren't as sensitive as they once were. Uh, so, for me, how do I counter that? Like, there's a reason why I run all these damn miles, dog. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to stay right. I want my blood to flow in all aspects and all areas of my body as best and as wonderfully as it can. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, for me, I'm almost 40 years old. I am in the best shape of my life. I, you know, I've lost 20 pounds recently. I'm running seven-minute miles. I'm doing pull-ups and push-ups every day. 
partially because I want to stay fit, but partially because I want to feel good for myself and I want my wife to be attracted to me. You know, that's important to me. Uh, you know, I know what my wife finds sec- sexy when she is sexually attracted to. You know what I'm saying? And I know when she sees somebody on TV, you know, I know how wives be sneaky and trying to give compliments. That's what they mean when they're like, oh, he's sexy. I understand. I know that. Like, I'm not stupid. We're not We're not stupid, right? Um, and so I want to take off my shirt and my wife be like, oh, that's a new muscle. Or, you know, I, I want to walk, you know, walk across the house or walk up the steps and not be out of breath. So my wife like, what the fuck? What's wrong with you? You okay? Uh, you know, I want to be able to be physically fit. And a part of that being physically fit and looking a certain way is, um, is important and integral to the sexual relationship. You see what I'm saying? So for me, that's how I try to counter that. That's how I try to counter, you know, being sexy to my wife by doing things to take care of myself, hoping that that's going to be one less obstacle, hoping that's going to be one less hurdle for me to jump um, when it's time for us to, to get things going. You know, I don't want her being like, oh, God, he's, you know, he's fat or, oh, this is not big enough. Oh, duh, 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 duh. you know what I'm saying? I don't want there to be any excuses because, you know, when you talk to other women, when you talk to men, you hear all these things. Oh, my wife gained weight. Oh, my husband's this. Oh, he can't do this the way I want him to. I don't want that to be an issue for me. So, um, there was times early in our relationship where I might not have been the most, I'm, I'm not, I might, cause I'm going to own my, own my own space. Like I wasn't the most, um, I didn't really take criticism well and like sexual criticism or sexual uh, assistance. I don't know what you want to call it, but like, you know, certain things that my wife wanted and needed and I just wasn't hearing it. I wasn't, you know, I was used to doing things the way I was doing it. And, you know, it might've worked somewhere else, but it wasn't working where we were. And so, you know, my wife, because she's a country girl from Virginia, she didn't know the best ways to tell me. And, you know, when she would try, I'd be like, man, what you talking about? Ah, ah, ah." And, you know, so, uh, it, it just caused a lot of friction. So maybe about five years ago, I was like, look, you tell me whatever you want to tell me. If it hurts my feelings, look, it is what it is. Because ultimately, if you're sex, I mean, this is me talking to my wife. If you're sexually frustrated, then most likely I'm going to be too. Because if you're sexually frustrated, then I'm, that means I'm probably not getting any. You know what I'm saying? You're not getting any. Everybody is, uh, everybody is, no one's getting none. So let's be honest with each other. If it's whack, Tell me if I'm doing something that's hurting you. Tell me if I'm using too much, you know, tell me so that we can. There's no reason. So if things pop off and somebody has to go separate ways, it's not going to be like because the sex was whack. That's that's how I that's how I think. And maybe that's just immature me as a man. And, you know, men, you know, we our minds race and, you know, the last thing we want, you could be like, yo, he was a horrible father. He was, you know, he couldn't balance a checkbook, but, you know, he was good in the bedroom. We'd be like, yeah, that's right. I was good in the bedroom, girl. You know, but if you have everything together 
It's like, yo, he was the most awesome father. You know, he was a provider and he held everything down. But the bedroom was kind of whack. You'd be like, oh, the bedroom was whack. You know, so um, I just want to be sure that, you know, I, I told my wife and I tell her often, like, look, we got to be honest with each other. If we're not going to be honest with each other, who is? Like, what what do we expect the change to happen if if I tell her something that she doesn't like? You going to leave me? You going to leave me because I say I want you to put your leg over here? You going to leave me for that? No, of course. So just take it, suck it up, and deal with it. Same with me. Like, if there's something I'm not doing, so I say that, like, if there's something I'm not doing, something you need, tell me. Don't wait three months to tell me so that when you tell me you got an attitude, tell me in the moment or right after, like, yo, you did this. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Nah, not so much. Um, so what I, what I see happens, both in, my, in our relationship and in other relationships I talk to, I talk to dudes all the time uh, about this. Not so deep because guys don't get this deep and guys aren't as vulnerable. We talked to, oh, we didn't talk about vulnerability, but that plays a big piece into this. But... Um, you know, guys, I just want there to be a situation. I want there to be space in uh, in my relationship where I'm, for me, as a man, frequency is important. Always has been, always will be. I can only imagine that it always will be. I would only I would also imagine that as I get older, frequency will be less frequent. You know, so for me, frequency of sex now might be, you know, whatever. I don't know. I'm, I'm like once every four days. That might be, you know, once every three days. You know, that might be frequent for me. You know, I would imagine when I'm 50 and when I'm 55 and 60, it might be once every two weeks. Cause that's all, you know, I'm not my my test my testosterone might not be as high or whatever. But I'm Trinidadian, so it's probably not ever gonna happen. But um, you know what I'm saying? So for me, frequency is important. And what I understand and what I see, what I've learned from my wife is that um everything in the world can come before sex. So everything in the world can get in the way of if your hair isn't right, that could stop sex from happening. If you have broccoli instead of cauliflower, that could stop sex. If your nails aren't dry, uh, that could stop sex. If uh, if your toothpaste ain't right, that can stop sex. Um, and just like that, the Chicago Cubs have won the World Series. Wow. Came back three to one. Wow. Sorry, I digress. Um, but yeah, so when it comes to frequency, it's not as important for some women. I understand it's not all women, but for some women, frequency is not as important. It's about, you know, the quality, not necessarily the quantity. I'm telling you for me. Quantity is of utmost importance um, because for several reasons. I, first of all, and second of all, and third of all, nothing's going to get in the way of me having sex. Nothing. Nothing. Let me tell you right now. I could be sleepy. You could wake me up. I could be hungry, I don't need food. I could be tired, I'll wake up. My arm could be broke, I'll put it in a sling. 
You know what I'm saying? Like nothing is going. I could need. I could have a job interview tomorrow at 7 a.m. and it's 4 a.m. It doesn't matter. Like because I'm just telling you, this is this is the thing. I, it's like, almost like as I'm saying this, I hear people judging me, and I, I don't care because your husband, your boyfriend, your father, your uncle, your cousin feel the same way. They're just not telling you. They just never told you. And they're suffering on their own, dog. They're suffering in silence because they want to have sex twice a day, but they've been taught to not want it because their wives don't want it, their girls don't want it because they got their hair done that day or because they got their area waxed or because their socks got a hole in there and they don't want it today or just because they might have just happened to fall asleep on the couch or whatever you know what i'm saying all of that doesn't make sense to men i'm just telling you for most men that doesn't make sense uh and so i'm trying to me personally me i'm trying to and i've always been trying to balance frequency quantity and quality you know what I'm saying? But to me, as a man, the man that I am, quantity directly impacts quality. Because if you don't use, <laughs> okay, okay, if you don't use what you need to use when you're using it, and then you go to use it, it might be a little, little, little left over. You know what I'm saying? It might just, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's like everything. I don't need to go on. I'll go into the detail. Look, there's a thing called, uh, dang, what is it called? Uh, it's some I, sperm something. Sperm, uh, dang, collection. I can't remember it. But anyhow, it's just, it's, just, it's, it's biology. It's biology. You have, you know, men, we have, we, our bodies are always producing sperm and that's what, you know, that's what fuels our testosterone levels and so on and so forth. So if there is a situation where you're not having sex in the quantity that you want or the quantity that I want, keeping it about me, if I'm not having sex in the quantity I want it, when I have it, it's going to be like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, look, this is biology. It's not, it's, there's no deficiency in me. It is what it is. It's going to be like that. And for the most part, from what I understand about my wife, what I understand about most women, they don't like like that. You know, they don't like things to go like that. They can't get what they need from things like that. So you have this situation where, you know, if your man is not sexually active over a period of time and there's these gaps, when you get it, it's like that. The woman's like... Oh my God! Uh, and then the guy's like, "Yeah, girl." You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's just this constant battle, this back and forth of you know people not speaking, people not understanding the importance of this. And so why is this important? Hold on, I drink this water real quick. Mm. So why is this important? Why would I talk about this on this podcast? Because one, you know, as sexually free as we all might think men are. Uh, men are too, I believe, held back by uh, by assumptions about sex, by you know trying to fulfill these stereotypes. Uh, you know they they King Kong, Ding Dong. You know what I'm saying? They oh I'm like this, I do this. Blah, 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 blah. Even you know men my age is still talking like that. You know, and I'm not talking about this is this is 
you know, locker room talk is not like what they like Donald Trump was talking about. Most of the time, locker room talk is guys bragging about themselves, not talking about raping other people. So just get that straight. But um, you know what I'm saying? So guys have this 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 bravado that we try to keep up when the actuality is is that a lot of guys, a lot of married guys, it's flip, you know. That I heard this in church. Pastor Battle said the single guys are having all the sex and the married guys aren't getting any when it really should be the opposite way around, depending on how you look at it. So, um, you know, my thing is, I just want people to be happy. I want to be sexually happy. I want my wife to be sexually happy. I want my boy. Like, I really think that, you know, for men, when it comes to, you know, being an being an active presence in their house i really feel like it stems back to sex it stems stems back to and i'm not just talking about intimacy because what wives will do what my wife has done i'll say what wives will do is they'll say oh you know it doesn't always have to be about sex why can't we just be intimate why can't we just hold hands why can't we just cuddle and watch you know my wife and kids and I'm like, yeah, true, true. Uh, we can, but that's not what I'm talking about right now. You know what I'm that's, not, that's, that's not gonna, you know what I'm saying? If I'm talking about I want a steak dinner, you can't give me, you know, hamburger helper and be like, yo, this is it. This is steak. This is my version of steak. You know what I'm saying? So what I've seen for me is that, you know, I might want sex. And my wife might want intimacy. How do we bridge those gaps? Like, how do we talk to one another so that intimacy can lead to more sex or and vice versa? Um, those are those are things that I'm telling you. I'm telling you because I know and I know because I'm telling you. Uh, these are the things that lead to divorce. These are the things that lead to, you know, husbands having resentment for their wives and and you got one eye looking out the window at the neighbor you know what i'm saying um it's just if you leave a man not having any sexual release not having any sex for however long and you just send them out there in the world all willy-nilly you know what i'm saying i'm not trying to act like men are beasts and we can't control ourselves but there's certain biological, there's certain biological things that you can't uh, deny, that you can't withhold from men. The same way, I look at it like this. I look at it like this. And, then, you know, as men, from the time when we're teenagers and we've had girlfriends in high school, we know that girls have periods every month, right? We know that. We've known that. There's commercials about it. And as men, as you get older, it becomes a natural part of your everyday life. You know when your wife cycle is. You try to avoid it. You know, it's when it comes to sex. But if not, let's rock and roll. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's natural that when a woman is going through her cycle, through her menstrual cycle, that the biology of her situation is such that her emotions 
are all over the place. Her estrogen levels are all over the place. She might be tired. She might be grumpy. She might be in pain. She might be hungry. She might not want to eat. And all these are a result of what's going on in her reproductive area. You know what I'm saying? There's actual discharges and this and that, blood, bleeding, ah, tired, ah, all this hungry, up and down of emotions. And the way I've always explained it, even as a kid, I thought about this like, yo, if God is balanced, God is a balanced God, like he wouldn't just have women go through all of this and men don't have any kind of biological impulses when it comes to their reproductive area, you know what I'm saying? So the way that I see it is that the same way that women have biological ramifications of their uh, of their of the menstrual menstrual cycle, I think that men also have cycles. We have the same fluids, the same hormones that are constantly in flux, and having sex is a way to release some of that. Women have a release. I don't. I know it's different. Listen, I understand. This is just my stupid hypothetical theory. Uh, you know, if if men don't release some of those things that are in our bodies, I feel it just takes things out of whack. Like it causes us to see differently. It causes us to have different impulses. It causes us to act on things that we might not normally act on. It causes us to snap. It causes us to be angry. It causes us to be short. Um, and you know, you just can't, to me, I don't think you want to send a man out there that's been married for 10, 15, 5, 25 years, not being satisfied at home and things, you know, are the way that they are. So my whole point of doing this is like one, validating the guys out there that yes, guys, we know if you've been married longer than five years, if you have one child or more, you can fist bump with me, you know, fist bump your phone, fist bump your iPod cast, uh, your iPod podcast, iPhone podcast app. You're not getting any either. I know you're not. You're just not because that's the way the world is set up. We're all busy. Everybody has competing schedules and competing things going on. So fist bump to the land of men that aren't getting any uh, wise. If you're listening, I know sex isn't everything to you all. Sex might not even be the third most important thing on your daily list. You know, you have your job. You know, y'all got to be big and bad at work. You got home. You got to take care of things. You got to cook and clean because that's what the world tells you you should do. You got your kids and they're more important than your husband. At least they are now. And hey, but let me tell you, let me just encourage you. Men, men, get your body together. You know, uh, do some push-ups. <clears throat> become uh become sexy to your wives again to your girl again you know do a couple sit-ups you know uh shave your area down there make it appealing you know make her want you again you know make her think that someone else might want you hey hey i know that's tricky uh but women do it all the time they go to work wearing their little sweater you know the little sweater suits cleavage all loud you know skin tight stuff on you know what i'm saying buy if you're normally an extra large get a large next week and and flex your little muscles a little bit you know make your make somebody give you a compliment every now and again and go back and tell oh yeah they was talking about my shirt today say my muscles was popping (laughs) you know what i'm saying and not in a way to be like it's a competition but just fellas your girl your wives need to know that that you're human 
and that people can see and that you're still desirable. Regardless of however it is, women are also territorial. They don't want no other woman looking at their man like that. That's just human. That's human. The same way with us. You know what I'm saying? My wife goes out there and I know what I'm attracted to. And I know what my wife goes out there looking like. And she got her little curves popping. And I know in the morning, I'll be like, mm-hmm, I know she's going to be getting some looks because it was me, okay? Um, but, you know what I'm saying? We got to be attractive to each other, period. Like, you have to keep that going, you know, because there's going to be a time where, you know, we might not want to look at each other at all. We're talking about 60, 65, 70. Like, yo, turn all the lights off, you know what I'm saying? Passing that blue pill. But while you have the opportunity and while you have the physical ability to to have sex, have so much sex, y'all. Why not? Why not? Isn't sex good? Like, doesn't sex feel good? Like, it takes time, but it doesn't have to. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to take, like, three hours. They say it only lasts four minutes anyway. <laughs> so do it. Like, wise. I know this sounds preachy. I'm not trying to be Steve Harvey. Yo, just make sure your husbands are, are are pleased and that they're satisfied. I'm just telling you, I'm, I'm this is not me giving you advice. This is this is not me giving ultimatums. This is not me trying to tell women what they need to do. It's just a suggestion. You know what I'm saying? It's just that you know, think of your husband's sexual drive and ask him, "Yo, are you are do you feel deprived in that area?" Like just have that conversation. Fellas, you got to be honest. You know what I'm saying? You got to be honest with your wives, with your ladies. Like, yo, can we ask? You know, what I, if there's something that she needs that she wants more intimacy, give, give and take. Give and take. That's what it's got to be. It's got to be more give and take in these relationships. And from what I've seen, from what I've seen, and from what I hear, and what I see, just different images I see, I feel like, Women, when it comes to sex, <clears throat> are receiving a lot. They get what they want. You know what I'm saying? A lot more than men do. And I think we just got to balance it out a little bit so that our men can be happy, so that our men aren't out there at the strip clubs, you know, aren't out there on the street. Every time, you know, men go out with their boys, they got their glasses on peeking over the top. Looking at little bumps, you know what I'm saying? Because that's that's just the reality of it. And the ladies, you just don't want that. You don't want room for the infantry, for the infiltration, for the infantry to come in. And, and you know, hey, okay, you're looking good. Because I'm telling you, wedding rings don't stop nothing anymore. You know what I'm saying? They used to be like, oh, you married? Oh, my bad. Yo, that might be more attractive now to some women when you go out. So I just want, I just want everybody to be happy. You know what I'm saying? I want people to have real conversations about this and not fake conversations. And the conversations have to grow. <clears throat> the conversations have to grow and evolve when it comes to sex as your relationship grows and matures. They have to. You can't be talking about, ooh, can I do? You think it's okay if we do? No, look, we've been married 10 years. Look, girl. Go ahead, throw your leg up on that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just got to be real. just got to be open. You just got to be all right. I, be, I beat that dead horse. Um, but, yo, uh, this just uh, cheers to more open communication and cheers to fellas out there getting getting more of what they want and ladies getting satisfied 
with what they're getting. This has been the Idea Manhood. This is, what is it, season two, episode eight, I believe. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Five Mikes, husband, father, educator, writer, MC. The microphone gives me wings. Now, I'll holler at y'all later. Peace.